Good afternoon. The World Series is on the air. This is Tony Winkler speaking to you from the Yankee Stadium in New York. Again, the play-by-play description of the best game of the 1936 World Series is brought to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company. Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Ansel Ford, and your local Ford and Lincoln Zephyr dealer. Your play-by-play announcer for the best game of the World Series will be Bob Elkins. Now I'm going to turn the microphone over to Mutual's eighth commentator, Gabriel Heater of WOR Newark. Thank you, Tony Wakeman. Good afternoon, everyone. Well, it's do or die for Bill Terry and the Giants today. It's Armageddon. Another victory for the Yankees in the World Series of 1936 will be another chapter for the winter book, the Hot Soul League of Poignant Memories. What a victory would put the Giants in the running again, and everyone in this great stadium seems to sense that we're standing at the crossroads of our city. Mr. Terry stands today where Horatio stood at the bridge, where Jeff stood at the marge, where Jack Dempsey stood as he crawled back into the ring after the wild bull of the pampas had tossed him out. He's on his own two-yard line, it's make or break, and which of these is to be the next two hours may tell. Listening in on the average fan in his seat, you hear two schools of opinion today. Here's one of them. When you beat Hubble, you beat the Giants. When Hubble can't win, no one can. The dynamite in those Yankee bats will write the word finished today to the baseball saga of 36. But for everyone who talks that way, I hear another who says the Giants are best when they're fighting with their backs to the wall. Cross them and they fight. That's how they won the pennant in their own league. Best when the umpires counted nine. When the fates are ready to draw the curtain. When the forecasters say it's all over but the shouting. Then watch those giants. And there you have it, the affirmative and the negative. The American League and the National. The Harlem Rooters and the Bronx in game number five. Play the game today to stands which show thousands of vacant seats. This must be a sad day for speculators. Even the rooftops which were jammed yesterday are all covered with Monday morning watch. Where hundreds hung on for dear life yesterday, today there are nightgowns, underwear, table linen hanging under a hazy sky. And that riotous applause you hear now is all for the gentleman known as Al Schott. Today Al is putting on a new act. He went way out to center field put on a raincoat instead of a swallowtail, a gray fedora instead of a battered high hat, flanked by two special officers on his right and left, followed by the band, he comes marching down triumphantly to take hands with Mayor LaGuardia. And it does make a funny spectacle. Al and the mayor, and he puts the mayor's hat on now, and the mayor puts his glasses back over his curly black head, the mayor stands up and whispers something to Al. Al whispers back and puts his hand up something around them. Now they make a field day for the photographer. Al likes some distinguished visitor coming to pay his respects to New York. The mayor reaching in his pocket for something must be the keys to the city. No, it's just his glasses. And it is a field day for everybody in the stand. It's a bit of life we need here. Uh, because, frankly, this was a dull, gray, dreary morning before game time. For the first time, there were three seats going begging. Maybe it's Blue Monday, maybe it's the Yankee Runaway. Whatever it is, there was a funereal quiet here during practice. It made a strange contrast to yesterday. Only a few days ago, hundreds were lined up all night to buy the 
twice for Scotland. We've had drama of all kinds here in the polo ground. Trouble in the rain, Gomez making his slightly erratic but sensational comeback. The Simmons fighting every inch and putting on, to my mind, the best pitching exhibition we've had here. Pearson yesterday taking all the punch out of giant bats. Lou Gehrig's powerful shoulder sailing in the beat of ball and sending it sailing to the land from which there's no returning. Sam Bolesley coming in twice as a pinch hitter and making good each time. We've had miracle catches and incredible stuff. Yet somehow this moment now seems to be the most impressive of all. Underlying it over it all, you feel a sense of hushed expectancy. Yankee rooters know that one more game spells world champions. Giant rooters know that one more game puts them into the running again. And now we're almost ready. Pitchers warming up. Bats which came out on wheelbarrows stacked high. A half dozen boxes of new balls for which fans fight as they might for home and mother. And the groundskeeper army in brown doing its own final stuff. I tried to check with a number of experts, and I find a universal agreement among writers and old fans. The umpires in this series have been doing a workmanlike job. While we're on the subject of workmanlike jobs, I'm going to ask my friend Walter Winchell to toss one of his choice orchids to the New York City Police Department for their job. A job in handling a record-breaking crowd and doing it well. 45,000 at the polo ground, 65,000 here yesterday. Thousands turned away outside, yet there wasn't a time when anyone or anything was jammed. Traffic moved, all the police were polite, everyone smiled. There's no crowding, it's an admirable job and well done. And now with a song in their hearts and a prayer on their lips and a do or die in their eyes. Yanks and Giants take the final drink. The new stick of gum which goes in as the practice stick comes out. I suppose looking down into the Yankee Stadium, uh, both Giants and Yankee side, the stronger boys take something which looks like an old-fashioned chew instead of chewing gum. And the clock in center field holds its fatal minute. What the day will bring, time alone will tell. Everything seems to depend on Hal and his ability to silence those Yankee bats. Maybe Hal will prove to be the man to do it. And for the Yankees, roughing, roughing the red. The man who came out of the Black Diamond Empire of Old King Gold with a splendid career on the baseball diamond. There are many experts here who feel that roughing gets a fine game in the opener against trouble. Far better even than the final score shows. And maybe he's going to turn in another today with better luck. However, we're almost ready for game time, and I'm going to turn you over to Bob Elson, the WGN, who gives you those dramatic close-ups of play-by-play on the field. Bob Elson. Thank you, Gabe. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to you now right up here above the home plate in a section of the press stand at the Yankee Stadium in New York City. Gabe has given you his usual colorful description of all the preliminaries, and they're setting here for the fifth game of the World Series between the Giants and the Yankees. The umpires are down here in front of us, right near the home plate. The pitchers are Schumacher, a right-hander for the Giants, and Ruffing, a right-hander for the Yankees. 
Photographer's getting a picture now of the captains, Jackson and Garrick, with the umpires and the field announcers. The umpires today will be Furman, who did such a splendid job in the rain back of the plate the first day. At first, guys from American League at, uh, at first today with Furman back of the plate. Major first at second and Summers at third. Now the batting order for the Giants. Moore in left field, Marcel at short, Perry first, Ott in right, Ripple center, Mancuso catching, Whitehead second, Jackson third, and Schumacher pitching for the Yankees. Corsetti short, Rolf at third, DiMaggio center, Gehrig at first, Dickey the catcher, Selkirk in right, Powell in left, Missouri at second, and Ruffing will do the pitching. Well, the Giants are all ready to go to bat now for the fifth game of the 1936 World Series, broadcast with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company and the Ford and Lincoln Duffer Dealers of America. We have another ideal day for the ball game today. It's a perfect setting. New York Giants really have their backs to the wall today, and it's do or die, now or never. They dropped this game today, the complete 1936 World Series is history. Joe Moore is the first man up. A lot of empty seats up here on the upper deck today. It'll take a giant victory to really restore that intense interest that there was here in New York in those first three games. Now the series stands 3-1. to one. Here's the first pitch of the ball game. Over the plate, and he whacks it. Trail hit down the left field line. It's hitting the barrier out there. Joe's rounding first base. He's on his way to second. He slides, and he's safe at second. He started his slide that time, but as he started to go down, he saw that he could make it without the slide, and so naturally, a player usually doesn't slide unless he has to, because there's always a chance of an injury. Moore stayed up and gets into second base standing up. It's a two-bagger off a roughing right down the third baseline. The ball hits inside the bag about two feet, sharp hit on the ground. Here's Bartella. That's Moore's third hit of the series. Bartella, right-handed hitter, facing roughing. Rolfe has gone in close, expecting a sacrifice here. Lou Gehrig at first base is playing in a little bit to pitch. Fastball, low and outside, a ball. Joe Moore leads off with a nice double down the third baseline. Powell got over to the railing first. In a hurry, played the ball on the rebound off the, out there, and got it back in in a hurry, but Moore goes into second base standing up. Now Ruffing is getting his sign again. The next pitch, Bartell swung out and fouled right back into the screen. Count is ball one and strike one for Bartell. Joe Moore on second base. Nobody out. First half of the first inning of this, the fifth game of the World Series. The pitchers are Ruffing, a right-hander, and Schumacher, a right-hander. Schumacher started once before, you know. Didn't have his control. And was wrapped out of the box. Now Ruffing is ready as the next pitch. Bartell drives one down the right field line. It's a safe hit. The ball is rolling out there against the wall. Bartell is rounding, coming into second base. The run is scored. It's a two-bagger for Bartell, scoring another run. And the Giants are leading here. Two doubles, one down the left field line and one down the right field line. That one was hit down the right field line. A line drive over Gehrig's head. It hit out there about 20 feet inside the line. Rolled back and off the barrier. Stokert played the ball fast on the rebound and got it back in, but it was too late. It's a two-bagger scoring a run. Like these Giants mean business here today. There's Perry up. Left-handed hitter. 
Now Rocky is getting ready. First pitch is a nice curve right in there around his knees for a call strike. And on second base, the run in for the Giants. Rocking is getting inside now. Here's the next pitch. Foul back into the stands. It looked like Bill, from the way he moved his feet that time, was trying to place the ball in the left field. Very backed up. That was Bartell's sixth hit of the series. He doubled, scoring more. Rocking looks back around the infield to see that everybody's in place. The Giants are batting. First half of the first inning. Rocking is ready to pitch again to Perry. He swung at a curveball right around his waist and struck out. Perry struck out. One gone, it brings up Mellot. Here's Mellot up. Mellot's made four hits in the series. Run is scored. Bartell is on second. Now is up at the plate. Perry went down on strike. Rusty is getting a sign. I've looked at the first pitch. It's low and outside for a ball. Ball one. Powell in left field. DiMaggio in center. Delkirk in right. Delkirk is playing deep. DiMaggio is playing funny deep. The infielder is playing in normal position. Playing back. He's getting ready again. Here's the next pitch to watch. Hit the ground ball through the box. The shortstop is behind second base. Up with him over to first base. And he's out. For study to Garrick. In advances, Bartell to third. Mellot hit a sharp ground ball through the box, but Rossetti was playing him over close to the bag. Moved over hurriedly behind the bag, picked up the ball, and fired it over to Gary to get his man. Short to first, ball to second out. Here's Ripple. In the meantime, of course, Bartell advanced to third in the play. Here's Ripple. He's made three hits in the series, a home run and two singles. Now Ruffing is ready to pitch to him. First pitch, he hits foul down the third baseline. Ripples splashed the liner down the third baseline and the lower box deep with foul. Herman of the National League is the umpire in chief today, back of the plate. Summers of the American League is third, Major Kurt, National is second, and Geisel, American League is first. Ruffing is ready to pitch again to Ripple. It's a Texas leaguer in the left field. It's a hit scoring another run for the Giants. Ripple comes up with a Texas leaguer in the left field. Scoring another run for the Giants. And they're leading 2 to nothing now. Ripple dropped a Texas leaguer in front of Powell in left field. who moved in fast for the ball, but couldn't get it in in time. No chance of a play. Just threw the ball into second base to hold Ripple on first. And it brings up Mancuso, the catcher. First base, here's Dust Up. First pitch, he hits one base in the right field, the ground wall. There's the man on first base, Ripple, rolling around second base on his way to third, and he's safe at third. Mancuso slashed the ground ball to Gehrig's right into right field. The puts runners on first and third now for the Giants. And the next man to come up is Whitehead, who as yet has not made a hit in the series. That was Mancuso's fourth hit in the series. Well, the Giants starting off as though they mean business on me today. And they have to. It's now or never. Man on first, the man on third. 
Here's the second baseman, Burgess Whitehead up, facing Ruffing. Two runs are in. There's a drive, foul down the first baseline. A low liner hits foul by Whitehead. One strike. Now the new ball is tossed into the game. Ruffing takes his glove off, drops the ball up in his hand. The Giants have scored two runs here in their half of the first inning. There's two outs, and they have runners on first and third. Ruffing opposing Schumacher. Reds getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch to Whitehead. There's a hard hit in the right field by Whitehead. Pulling another run. And Cuso stops at second. He smashed a hit. A low liner about waist high between Gehrig and Lazari in the right field. Three runs are in now, and the Giants have runners on first and second. Next man to come up is Jackson. That's the fifth hit of the inning. That is Whitehead's first hit of the series. Three runs and five hits. Yankees are in a huddle out there now. Gehrig. Ralph Rover talking to Ruffing. Next man to come up is Jackson. Whitehead on first. Mancuso on second. It's already out there now. Jackson lifts up high to the left center. DiMaggio's going way back. He's going to get under it. He's under it now, and he has it retiring the side. Two men are left on the bases, and that's the end of the first half of the first inning. Well, the New York Giants are on the field. Joe Moore in left field. Jim Ripple in center. Now out in right. Joe is just walking into left field now, adjusting his glasses. Jackson's on third. Barcel on short. At second base is Burgess Whitehead, who just made his first hit of the series. And Bill Terry, the manager, is on first. Gus Mancuso is the catcher, and Hal Schumacher, a very fine right-hander when he's right, is the pitcher. First effort in the series, he wasn't right. He couldn't control that sinker of his, and consequently was getting himself in the hole and had to throw one right down the middle, and the boys were counting it. Now the first man of that is for Cuddy. The Giants came up with three runs in their half of the inning. Here's Cuddy up. He's made seven hits in the series. Right-handed batter. Now the wind-up in the pitch. Fast ball, low and inside. A ball to Frankie. Looks like he was going to punch the ball. He had his fast shortened, but the pitch was a little bit too low, and he stayed away from it. Schumacher wipes his hands with the front of his uniform. Gets ready out there now. Now the wind-up in the next pitch to Cressetti. A fast ball right around his knees. A ball strike. The count is one and one. Ball one, strike one. Cressetti registers a mild walk on the pitch. Frank is back in the batter's box now. Fulger's tapped down for me on his head. It's already out there. Schumacher. Winding up. Here comes the next pitch. There's a ball. A little bit outside. Just above the knee. Ball two is strike one. The umpires, by the way, have done a very fine job in this series. Their work has been all that could be desired. Winding up again, here's the next pitch. He swung a fastball and missed it, right around his knees. Schumacher threw in the dark one that time. Frankie Corsetti swung from his heels and missed it. And the count is two and two. Frankie's played some swell ball in this series. Great game at short, and he's done some fine hitting with seven hits. 
Schumacher's getting his sign again. There's the start of his motion. Here comes the next pitch. Strike three. Struck him up. He's throwing the sticker right in around his knees. A quick stop on the ball. And he's out. Now the first stop. He said he was carried out on strike. Here's the third baseman, Red Ralph. He's made five hits in the series. Ralph up. He's got left-handed. Here's the wind-up on the pitch. Fast ball right over the plate. Knee high. It's called strike. Nobody on the bases for the Yankees. One out. Last half of the first inning. The Giants scored three runs in their half of the inning. On five hits. Off of Ruffy. Schumacher winds up again. The next pitch. Fast ball. He hits the long fly ball in the left center. Center fielder is over. In. And he has the ball. A beautiful drive to the by Russell.
Schumacher jumps the curve ball deep in the center field. DiMaggio's backing up, backing up. He's under it, waiting, and he has it for the first out. Schumacher hit a high fly deep in the center field. DiMaggio moved back to his right toward left center, backed up a few feet, and caught the ball for the first out. One gone. Here's the leadoff man, Joe Moore. Joe slaps the two-bagger down the third baseline. Starts the ball game today and later scored on Dick Bartell's two-bagger. Nothing is ready here at the pitch. Slow ball. He hits a high pop fly back at third base. Third baseman Groff is backing up. He's in foul territory and he has the ball for the second out. He caught the ball about 35 feet back at third base down the line and about two feet outside the line. Groff caught that ball in foul territory. It was a high pop fly off the bat of Joe Moore. Here's Bartell. He doubled the first time up. Right-handed batter. Here's the first pitch. Fastball right in around his waist. The call strike. Luffing through in that sidearm fastball of his. Bartell watches it go by. Dick has made six hits in the series. He's out of the batter's box. Luffing has started his motion and then stopped. Now he's ready again. Here's the next pitch. Curveball. He hits it down the third baseline. Foul just outside the bag. It looked like a hit there. It went just outside the bag. Foul. A low bounding ball. Left fielder foul comes over the line, throws the ball back into the discard. Now it's two strikes on Bartell. No balls called. Two outs. Nobody on the bases. First half of the second inning. The Giants three and the Yankees nothing. Here's the wind-up of the pitch. Marcel struck out. Fastball, shoulder high. Marcel is out on strike. Retiring the side. The New York Giants went down the ball in their half of the second inning. Schumacher flying out to the last show. Ball foul out to Rolf. And Marcel struck out. Going into the Yankees half of the second inning. And score remains for Giants 3 and the Yankees mother. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the fifth game of the World Series. Being played at the Yankee Stadium in New York City. The pause briefly now for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN Tribune Square, Chicago. Well, the New York Giants are on the field now. Ripple is walking into right center field, getting set for the first hitter with Lou Gehrig. They play this lad deep, and what a wonderful ball player he is. Here's Lou Gehrig up to face Schumacher. Giants are ready on the infield and the outfield. Nobody on and nobody off. We're starting the last half of the second. Giants three, Yankees nothing. Lined up, and here's the pitch to Gehrig. Fast ball, he hits the ground ball. The Perry's right. He can't hit it. It's a hit in the right field.
third down third. Schumacher is ready to pick the bill to keep. First pick is very wide. Shoulder high. Ball. Ball one. All the way back to the wall where it's marked 344 feet. Ripple was running over a fast and right center, backing out up. And Ripple received the ball, got it back in fast, Ripple to Whitehead. But Gary was over at third base, the Whitehead didn't throw it. The outfield playing this fellow plenty deep. Here's the next pitch from Schumacher. Over the plate, he hit the bounding throw down the first baseline. Schumacher picks it up, back over the first. He dodged Gary, flying to the plate. He is out of the plate. Dickie was out to the market to carry, and 
Jerry was out at the plate, Jerry the Mancuso. Throat hit, knocked one into the right field bleachers. Drive of about 355 feet for a home run. With two down fouls, come up and slide out to center field. A ripple, retiring the side. We're going to the giant half of the third inning and score stands the Giants three and the Yankees one. The Yankees are on the field. There's the first man back to the Giants, Bill Curry. Curry stuck out first time. There's Fitz over the plate. He hit the bounding ball over the first stop left. He said he has it. A bounce over the first base. He's out. First time to Gary. Curry with a low bounding ball between the short stop and the bag. He said he moves to his left over towards second base. Came up with the ball on the short hop and threw him out. He said to Gary. Here's us. He was out. There's the first. First time. First tip hit the high foul over near the rating. Behind third base. Third base is coming over fast with the Yankee dugout. The can't get to it. Hit on the roof of the dugout. High spot foul alongside third base over near the rating. Hit on the roof of the Yankee dugout. Last couldn't get to it. And it's a foul strike on high. One out. Nobody on the bases in the first half of the third. Pitchers are roughing a right-hander. And Schumacher a right-hander. Lucky's getting his sign. Sands are on the rubber. He's all ready. Now the wind up in the pitch. Slow ball. I hit the long fly ball in the left center. The nice is moving over. Powell is moving over. Powell's got it in left center field. The long fly ball off the bottom. Not out for the second out. Here's Ripple. Ripple. Go over hit in the left field the first time up and scored a run. With Jim's fourth hit of the series. Batting now is two out and nobody on the bases, facing roughing. Here's the pitch. First pitch is right down the middle, a fastball around his knees for a called strike. Two out and nobody on for the Giants in the first half of the third. They're ahead, three to one. Here's the pitch. He swung it alone in that time with lots of speed on it and missed it. And it's two strikes now on Jim Ripple, the Giants center fielder. But Terry, the second baseman, talking to umpire Major Kirk out there, second. Back at the scoreboard, turns around again to face the hitter. Ripple is out of the box. He's behind the batter's box right now, wiping his hands on his uniform. Pulls his cap on, he's stepping in right now. To the right side, of course, he's a left-handed hitter. There's two strikes on him and no balls called. Dropping his ready, here's the wind-up in the pitch. Slow ball, strike. He struck him out. A slow ball right over the outside corner, knee high. Ripple is out on strike. That's the end of the first half of the third. The Giants went down in order in their half of the third inning. Terry was out for size to Gary. Mellot fly out the foul in left center. And Ripple struck out. We're going into the last half of the third inning. Score stands the Giants three, the Yanks one. The Giants scoring three runs in their half of the first inning. The Yanks scoring one in the second. Okay, and back to Bob Elson. Thank you, Tony. Well, the last half of the third inning is going to get underway now. The first man to come up is the second baseman of the Yankees, Tony Lazari. Lazari's had just one hit in the series, and what a hit it was. It made some baseball history because it's just the second time that that particular feat has been accomplished, and that is in the World Series, a home run with the bases loaded. Tony Lazari. Now the Giants play it around the infield for the last time. Third baseman Jackson is the last man to handle the ball. 
goes to the Schumacher. And here's Missouri up to start the last half of the third. The score, the Giants three, the Yankees one. Now Schumacher's getting his time. Here's the wind-up on the first pitch to Tony. It's a fastball low inside a ball. Schumacher takes a couple of kicks to the pitching mound with his right foot. Moves his cap down Tony on his head. Has his glove off. Now he's ready. Here's the wind-up on the pitch to Missouri. A fastball, and he dumps it off here to the right into the screen. And the count is ball one strike one on Tony. Yankees are at bat in the last half of the third with Missouri up. Second baseman of each team has made one hit of the series. Here's the pitch. Going outside, a ball. Both Missouri and Whitehead have come up with some sparkling plays in the series game. But each one of them has made just a single hit. Missouri's with a homer. Whitehead's with a single and came today and drove in a rock. Here's the pitch. Long and outside, another ball makes a three and one for Missouri. The ball got away from the catcher. Got his glove in the way and slowed it up, and he went over to his right to pick up the ball and throw it back to Schumacher. Schumacher looks down at Jeff getting his time. There's Mancito pouching here below us. There's the pitch. Fastball right over the outside corner, knee high. Schumacher cuts the corner with a fastball. Now it's ball three and strike two. Ready out there again, stands on the pitching rubber. There's the wind up, here's the next pitch. He missed the corner that time with a fastball and he gets the wall. Schumacher strikes the same pitch. A fastball there outside, but he missed the corner and it's ball four. Sends up the pitcher, Red Rock. the man on first is Ruffin coming up. Nobody out in the last half of the third. The Giants move in just a little bit on the infield. The outfield is stay right where they are. This probably can hit him on the nose, too. Here's the pitch. In front of the knee of ball, the first pitch to Ruffin. Ball one. Two marches goes back. Picks up the rod and back this time. Rushes it along the front of his pants. Now he's ready. And on first base and nobody out. Here's the pitch to Ruffing. In close to Tony, another ball. Ball two. Mancito doesn't like that ball. He throws it out of the game now. The umpire, umpire Thurman, gives him a new one. Second baseman Whitehead comes in to talk to the pitcher. Now he's walking back to his position. There he is on the bag. Mark Cullors playing in his natural shortstop position. Moves, moves in a little bit. Jackson is playing about seven or eight feet inside the line. Here's the pitch. Ball three outside knee high. The third ball now for Ruffing. He has the top of the batting order coming up next. Thanks to study. Schumacher is looking back for center field. Now he walks out of back and picks up the rising bag, rides his hands. Down the pitching rubber now. Right in the 
will undoubtedly take a couple here. Wait out the string. Here's the pitch. Ball rolling inside. He walks in. Al Schumacher has started off the last time of the third inning. Developed a sudden wild streak. Al seems to be getting sort of in the mood he was in the first game that he pitched in the series when he was having a lot of trouble with his control. Well, now the picture is the Yankees have a man on second and a man on first. There's nobody out. The Giants are leading 3-1. to one, And the next man to come up is the shortstop and leadoff man, Frank Fricetti. Fricetti was out on strikes the first time up. Whitehead still talking to Schumacher. Now he's going back. Terry is back over at first base. And we have two men on for the Yankees with nobody out in their half of the third. In other words, the tying runs are on the bases. Fricetti's up. Schumacher's all set. Here's the pitch. Bowling outside. Another ball. Ball one. The Giants are warming up a pitcher in right field. Can't see who it is. Back in the bullpen. He's underneath the stand. Schumacher again. Turns around, takes his glove off. He's having trouble with his control. This inning. He's walked the first two men, the tail end of the batting order, which is bad with Jerry and the pitcher. Now he's getting his sign out there again. He's all ready. There's a punt. Pitcher. It was a punt. It looked like the ball had hit foul first. It did. But steady punt it. The ball hit foul. The ball was uh, wrapped so sharply that it hit at the, to the left of the plate, foul, hit for study in the leg, and then rolled out between the pitcher and the third base line. It all happened so fast that the spectators and everybody had the opinion that it was a fair ball. The umpire says no, it hit the batter, and uh, it's very obvious now because Corsetti is limping around down here. Almost have caught him in the knee or in the shin someplace, and it evidently hurt. Frankie's limping around, and the runners are sent back to first and second. It was a break there for the Giants because Schumacher had fumbled the ball a couple of times before picking it up, and if it had been a fair ball, the bases would have been loaded. Now there's a count of ball, one and strike. When it was a foul, two men on the bases now, and a count of one and one on the hitter, nobody out in the last half of the third. Here's the next pitch to study. It's a bunt down the third baseline. It's foul again. Schumacher moves over fast and steals the ball between the plate and third base, halfway down. But it's foul, and the count now is ball one and strike two on Prasetti. Now we still have the same picture here, two men on, with a count of ball one and strike two on Prasetti. He might still attempt to sacrifice those tying runs around the second and third, but if he should punt it now and punt it foul, he's automatically out, and the runners cannot advance. Sometimes they do it because the infield now is backing up. They're going back in the normal position now. Jackson and the third baseman and Perry, the first baseman, are backing up because it's very seldom that they would try that in a spot like this. But you never can tell. Schumacher's ready. Here's the pitch. The ball gets away from the catcher. The runners are advancing. Push runners on second and third. The ball got away from the catcher and rolled over about 30 feet to the left of the plate. Wild pitch puts the man on second and the man on third. And a count of ball, two and strike two on the batter. Wild pitch, says the official score. Terry is over talking to Schumacher now. Well, the Yankees don't have to worry about a sacrifice. So 
was that wild pitch did the trick for them. Puts Rosary on third and Ruffing on second. The Giants are leading 3-1. to one. The game is in the last half of the third. Ball two, strike two for Cassetti. Schumacher's ready. Here's the pitch. Hits a bounding ball with a shortstop, Martell. Up with it, over to first base. A bad throw. Base is first, and the run scores. Martell gets an error on a very bad throw to Perry. But there he scores from third. It's an error for Martell on a very bad throw to Perry. Means dropping on second base. To study on first base. A run is in. And the score now is 3-2 in favor of the Giants. Martell came up with the ball in plenty of time to make a play. Made a very bad throw. He threw the ball into the dirt about 10 feet in front of Perry. Perry threw his body in front of the ball. Stopped it all right, but couldn't hang on to the ball. And it's an error for Martell. Now we have a man on first and a man on second. Here's Rothrop. Flying on on second base for the Yankees. And nobody out here in the last half of the third. Giants are expecting an attempted sacrifice. Here's the pitch. He punched one right out in front of the plate. Schumacher picks it up, gets it over the first. He is safe. He gets it out for a hit, and the base is a roller. Ross played down a roller between the pitcher's mound and the plate. A punted ball rolling out toward the pitcher. Schumacher hurried in, grabbed the ball, and threw it over the first base. But Ross, a very fast man, beat it out for a hit, and the bases are loaded with nobody out. Three men on now. Next man to come up is DiMaggio. Three men on the bases. There's Joe DiMaggio up. Bounced off to Jackson the first time up. He'll be followed by Garrick and then Dickey. Now the Giants have moved in close. Bases are loaded. Nobody out. Ruffing on third, Scuddy on second, Rolf on first. First pitch, he hits a high foul. Back near the screen, it's going into the screen. Right here below it. DiMaggio hit a high foul. He came back to the screen and dropped into the screen as Mancuso hustled back, hoping that the ball would be into a spot where he could get his punches on it, but he couldn't. And it's a foul strike on Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio has five hits in the third. Yesterday, Joe rolled out twice, right out once, and on the last appearance, fit into a fast double play. Al Schumacher is very much on the spot here in the Yankee Stadium in this last half of the third inning. The Giants still have a one-run lead, but it looks bad. Three to two in their favor, but the Yankees have the bases loaded. Here's the next pitch to the Majo. He's strong and foul fits another one, and the count is two strikes on Joe. Yes, Samanjo, Gary, and Dickey, the face in order. There's nobody out, and the face is loaded. Just walks around out there. Terry said something to him. The fifth game of the World Series. Dropping opposing Hal Schumacher. Joe DiMaggio is up at the plate, and the face is loaded. Schumacher gets all set. The pitch is inside, close to his head. Joe ducks out of the way. Now it's ball one, strike two. Bases loaded. Nobody out. One run in. 
The Giants three, the Yankees two, the Yankee half of the third. The last pass, they have three men on with nobody else. Schumacher's getting all set. Here's the next pitch. He struck out. DiMaggio swung at a fifth pitch. Going outside and struck out. DiMaggio is out on strike. Next man to come up is Gary. Joe DiMaggio is out on strike. Now Bill Terry is talking to the pitcher again. Here's Lou Gehrig up. Lou rifled to hit in the right field the first time up, on which Melos made an error. And Lou went all the way around the third. Riding now with the bases loaded. What a spot this is. Face it. He's going right to work on this fellow now. Here's the wind up on the first pitch. Gerrick swung and missed the curveball right around his knee. Gerrick went all the way around that time, trying to get that ball a ride. Catcher wants to talk to the pitcher now. Schumacher walks in rather gingerly, as though he didn't have a care in the world. Bases are loaded for the Yankees with one gone. Struck DiMaggio out. They've scored a run this inning. The umpire wants to look the ball over now. See that Hal isn't putting any hocus pocus on it. He says it's okay and he throws the ball back to the pitcher. Lou Gehrig is up with the bases loaded here in the fifth game of the World Series in this mammoth Yankee Stadium in New York City. One gone. Schumacher gets ready again. Here's the next pitch. There's a slow roller foul down the first baseline. Two strikes on Gehrig. Two strikes on Lou Gehrig. Catcher Mattuso again walks out toward the pitcher. Al Schumacher walks in. Say something, then he goes back to the mound. Ruffing on third, Rossetti on second, Rolf on first, two strikes on Gehrig, one gone, and the Giants have a one-run lead. Here's the pitch. Strike three. Schumacher struck out Gehrig. Right around his knees, and Gehrig is out on strike. Two gone. Boy, what a break there was on that one. That had a hook on it like a letter V. Now there's two gone. The bases are still loaded. Here's 50 up. Bases loaded. Bill Dickey up at the plate. He rolled out to the pitcher the first time up. Al Schumacher takes his time out there getting all set. Here's the pitch to Bill. Low and outside a ball. Ball one. Next man to come up is Stelzer. Schumacher takes his time. He's ready out there now. Here's the pitch. It's a high fly into right field. Melon is under it. He should get it. He's moving in. He's standing under it. He has it. He's it Three men are left on the bases. And now Schumacher came through with a marvelous pitching performance there. And he's getting a wonderful hand here at the Yankee Stadium from friend and foe alike. 
American League and National League fans, Vinnie Schumacher, a swell hand. All right, Tony. In the giant half, the run of the Yankee half left there to me. The guy in the first mouth walked, roughly walked. Then was deciding to knock the plate. The wild pitch in the part of Schumacher and both runners are fast. The guy moving down to third, roughly to second. And then the society wrapped the ball around the short bar, tells shoved it up, take it over to Bill Terry, who's a very, very fast toss, and the Terry scores. Bartell was charged with an error. Well, followed, he found it and beat out the toss, he marked the Terry, coming up the base. Then, up came DeMasco, he struck out, Gary struck out, and Vicky flied out to Mellot in right field, retiring the side. We're going into the giant half of the fourth inning, and the score stands the Giants three, and the Yankees two. Now the Yankees are on the field. DiMaggio in center field. Belchick in right field. Powell in left field. Gary first. Missouri second. Percetti short. Lost third. Dickey is catching and roughing is the pitcher. Right-handers today. Roughing and Schumacher. Now shows plenty of heart that inning. Base is loaded. Nobody out. Got out of that spot without anybody scoring. After that one run has been in. So now we find the picture as we start the first half of the fourth inning. The New York Giants have three runs. The New York Yankees have two. Here's the first man to bat, Dutch Mancuso. Just had a single to right the first time up. Getting ready out there. Now the wind up in the pitch. He swung at a fastball right around his waist and almost fell down. One strike on Dutch. Fourth inning, a wonderful game out here. Lucky doubles the ball in his level. Two seconds, gets ready as the pitch. He threw his bat. The bat slipped out of his hands as the foul rolled off to the left. The bat is out behind the pitcher. Ross goes over and picks it up. Now he's walking toward Mancuso, who's out next to the pitcher. So he rolls the bat to him. That's picked it up, and he's walking right down the line now from the pitcher toward the plate. Ross is backing up, going back to third. And Cuso is the first man up in the fourth. The Giants have a one-run lead. This is getting a sign out there now. He's all ready. Here's the pitch. There's a hard hit ball, a line drive down the left field line. Powell comes over, plays the ball up the fence, dusts on his way to second base, and he goes in, standing up a two-bagger for Mancuso. Line drive, right over the third baseman's head. Go down the line, off the front of the stands down there in left field. Powell plays the ball hurriedly, just as fast as he could. But it's an easy two-bagger for Mancuso, and it brings up Whitehead. Zary is in talking to Ruffing. Here's Whitehead up. He had a hit the first time up today. First pitch is low and inside to Burgess. Ball one. Rolf, Pusetti, Lazari, and Gary walking up out there in the infield. And on second base, here's the next pitch. It's a curveball in across his knees for a call strike. Lots of dope on that one. The count is ball one and strike one. Whitehead backs out of the batter's box. He's drying his hands down. Now he's up in there again. The man on second. Whitehead up. This is getting ready out there again. Here's the next one. 
He hits one right back of the pitcher. There they throw the ball to second base, and Mancuso is called off the second base. Nothing to Percetti. Right at hit a ground ball right at the pitcher, Ruffing, who picks it up, turned and fired the ball back to Percetti, and Mancuso is out, trying to get back to second base, Ruffing to Percetti. The batter, naturally, is safe at first. Here's the third baseman, Jackson. He slide off to left center field the first time up. Giants have a man on first with Jackson up. Now Ruffing is ready. First pitch he swung at and missed. Right around his knees. One strike on Jackson. Whitehead on first with one out. Ruffing is getting his sign again. Here's the next pitch. Jackson hits a high foul. Right up on top of the roof over behind first base. And the count is two strikes on Travis. Jackson has made three hits in the series. Ruffing has his glove off out there. He's rubbing the ball around in his hand. Now he's all set. Here's the next pitch. Jackson took one. A hook blown outside for the ball. Count is one and two. Right head on first. One gone. First half of the fourth inning. The Giants leading in a close ball game. Three to two. The pitchers are roughing and Schumacher. Right-handers. She's getting a sign out there again. Here's the next pitch. Jackson hits a pop-up in the infield. The shortstop, Cressetti, is right near the bag. He has the ball for the second up. Travis Jackson pops out to Cressetti. Cressetti caught the ball about five feet to the shortstop side of second. Here's the pitcher, Schumacher. Now gets a nice hand to the ball, and he deserves it. That wonderful pitching performance last inning. is taking his time out there getting ready now to pitch to Schumacher. He sent a long fly ball to DiMaggio the first time up. He has the reputation of being a good hitting pitcher. Here's the pitch. He swung hard that time with a fastball around his knees, and it's one strike on Schumacher. The man on first, two gone here in the first half of the fourth inning. Red roughing the closing. There's a throw to first base, but the runner is back in easily. Gary tosses the ball back to the pitcher. Getting all set again. Here's the next pitch. Fastball over the outside corner, knee high, a call strike. It's two strikes now on Schumacher. Ruffing walks around out there, thumps the ball in his glove a couple of times. Arms up in front of him, drops him down, he's ready, here's the pitch. Schumacher struck out, a fastball right around his waist. One man left on the bases, and retired the side. Here's Tony Wake. Manchester on the first man up for the New York Giants. Two line drive down the third baseline, which is good for a double. Whitehead followed, he wrapped one down to the mound, up and shoved up the ball, tossed into Cristotti, and Manchuso was out trying to get back to second. Jackson popped out to Cristotti, and Schumacher struck out. We're going into the last half of the fourth, and he scores stands the Giants three, the Yanks two. The Giants scoring three runs in first, the Yanks scoring one in the second, and one in the third. Now back to Barbells. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the fifth game of the World Series being played at the Yankee Stadium in New York City. We'll pause briefly now for our station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. 
This is WGN Tribune Square, Chicago.
Larry is over talking to Schumacher. Standing out there next to the pitcher's box, talking it over. And Schuso, Terry, and Schumacher. Next man to bat after Powell will be Lazari and then the pitcher. The score, the Giants three, the Yankees two. The game is in the last time of the fourth. Ruffing and Schumacher. Now he's ready out there again. Next pitch is ball four inside at the knee. Puts two men on the bases again for the Yankees. Two men on now. Man on first and a man on second. Next man to come up is Roselli. Right head. Terry move over from the right side of the infield to say something to the pitcher. Terry Jim is trying to settle him down out there. Two men on now. Here's Roselli up. He drew a base on balls the first time. Schumacher's ready to pitch to him. First pitch he bunts to Schumacher, gets him over to third base, it's out of third. A force out. An attempted sacrifice was turned into a force out. A bunt between the pitcher's box and the third baseline, about halfway down. Schumacher moved over fast, picked up the ball, and fired it to Jackson at third base. And Selkirk is out. Schumacher to Jackson. Needs a man on first and a man on second, and brings up the pitcher, Ruffy. The attempted sacrifice was turned into a force play. So now we have roughing up. He drew a base on balls the first time. Big fellow in the right-handed hitter. Schumacher's getting his signs. Here's the pitch. Right over the plate. He hits the bounding ball past the pitcher. Barksell is up with it. Over the second out. Back over the first. High the double play. He's a bounding ball. A high bounding ball over the pitcher's head. Right out to the shortstop. About five feet to the shortstop side of the bag. Nick Barksell caught it. Tipped it to Whitehead. Whitehead turned and fired it to Terry. And he got his man on the tail end of the double play. Just by a step to retire the side. And that's the end of the fourth inning. And here's Tony Wayne. Get the thrill of the eighth performance. Drive a Ford V8. It's the only car under $1,600 with a V-type eight-cylinder engine. Your nearest Ford dealer has one you'll be glad to let you drive. And now in the yank after the fourth inning, the first two men walk, Selkirk and Paul. As Harry bunted the Schumacher, shoved up the ball, tossed it into third, and Selkirk was out at third. Ruffy then hit into a double play, retiring the side. We go into the Giant half now, the fifth inning, and the score stands, the Giants three, and the Yankees two. Well, the fifth inning of a wonderful ball game here in the fifth game of the World Series is coming up. Red Ruffling and Hal Schumacher pitching swell ball out here. Plenty of tight spots, long hits, exciting plays. All that you could ask of our great national pastime, good old baseball. Here's Joe Moore up. He had a double the first time, the second time he popped out the ball. That's not a minute. Here's the pitch, a slow ball, he hits it on the ground. Gary, Gary gets up with it, running into the bag. Pitcher's coming over to take the ball, he's out. Gary to Ruffy. Ball is hit well behind the bag. Gary picks it up on the hop, 
Phillips is a pitcher rocking the same over. Gary gets the assist and the pitcher gets the put out. It's a pretty fast play with more of a fast man getting down now in the hurry. Well, there's one down, and here's Clark there. And up twice, a double and a strikeout. Clark Phillips. He's made six hits in the series. Scores the Giants three, the Yankees two in the fifth inning. Now Rutgers is ready. First pitch is a strike right over the outside corner, knee high. There's an airplane zoning overhead. Dark is watching the pitcher. Here's the lineup, the next pitch. He starts one way on the left field line, but it's a foul ball. Martell hit one high through the upper deck, way down the left field line, but it was foul, and it's two strikes now. Except out of the batter's box, and just up in there again. One out, nobody on for the Giants, and the first half of the fifth, they're ahead. Three to two. Nothing smooth, the ball around with his hands gets all ready again. Here's the next pitch. Martell takes one inside, from over shoulder, two close. And the powder ball running strike two. Yankees coming up out there. Lost at third. Cecilia short. Cecilia at second. Jerry at first. Delphus in right. Demarjo in center. And Powell at left. There's the wind up again on the next pitch. Fast ball. Strike three. Right across his knees. And he's out on strike. Martell is turned out on strike. There's Terry. Terry struck out the first time. And the second time he's an easy out on the roller to short stop. Terry has made five hits in the series. There's Joe Terry up. Rapping his ready as the first pitch. Terry takes a high bar to the ball. Ball one. Rapping picks the pitching over a couple of times with his right foot. Now he's... Leans over, going to pick up a couple or something. Well, set out there again. Now there's the start of his motion. Here's the next pitch to Terry. Over the plate, and he hits a high fire. Between the plate and third base, outside the line, Ralph is over. Halfway down, and has the ball. Easy out. Terry popped out to Ralph. High fire. About 25 feet outside the line, and about halfway between the plate and third. An easy out to Ralph, and it retires the time. The Giants went down in order in their half of the fifth. Moore was out carrying to roughing his cover first. Bartell struck out, and Terry fouled out to Rolf down the third base line. We're going into the last half of the fifth inning, and score stands the Giants three and the Yankees two. Now the Giants are on the field. The first man to bat for the Yankees. Coming out now, Rossetti. Remember, the side was retired for the Yankees in the last half of the fourth inning when the pitcher Red Ruffing hit into a fast double play, short to second to first. Now Schumacher's out there on the mound. Bartell is standing right near the bag, talking to Whitehead, who has covered the bag. And he was one foot on one side of the bag and one on the other, waiting for the catcher's throw. Jackson is talking to the pitcher. Terry is walking around over there to our right. The outfielders are all set. Ripple is walking around in center field. Now he's turning around. Well, the Giants are leading 3-2 in the last half of the fifth inning. Now Schumacher held the Yankees to three hits.
Pitch is way out of a couple of tough spots. Here's Presetti up. He struck out the first time, and the second time he was safe on an error. Now the wind up in the first pitch to Frankie. First pitch. Here it is. Strike right around his knee. Call. Nobody on. Nobody out. Last half of the fifth inning. Giants three, Yankees two. Winding up here's the next pitch. Curveball. He fouled it off there to the left. Bounced up and hit him in the leg and rolled out again in front of the plate. And Cuso gets the ball and tosses it back to Schumacher. Nobody warming up for either team. Nice close pitcher job leader. Close game. Pitcher gets his sign out there. He's all ready. Here's the next pitch for Cassetti. Strike three. Struck about a third ball over the outside corner and he's high. Cassetti is out on strikes. He's putting up a beat down here. Complaining to the umpire about it. He's out on strikes. Now the next man to come up is the third baseman, Red Ross. Here's Ross up at the plate. Schumacher's ready. Here's the pitch. He pumps one. Get any lead on him. And he jumped on his delivery. 
Come on, 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 Just a little quick and a bump like that is to get it past the pitch. And once you do, you've got a little bit of a chance of beating it out, and he did. Next to the Maggio, he's right over the plate. Knee high for a tall strike. You want to put plenty on that one and tie it right in there, and it's a count of three and two on Joe DiMaggio. Al Schumacher getting his time now. Maggio batting with the tying run on first base and one gone. Schumacher turns around, looks back around the infield and the outfield. Well, he's worked his way out of a number of tough spots today. In a serious double fight. Schumacher's getting his time again. It's a 3 2 count on Maggio. Left to there he goes. That's three shots and the third of second base. Okay, see that. A double play. Maggio struck out and left is out toward the second base. Matthew fell to Bartell and took the throw. The Maggio struck out on a fast ball. The outside corner of the shoulder. Matthew fell fired the ball to second base and Ross was out attempting to strike second base on a perfect throw. Matthew fell to Bartell. That's the end of the fifth inning. The Giants three and the Yankees two. All right, Tony. Take advantage of a Ford dealer's nationwide used car clearance sale now in progress to get a better used car. Your Ford dealer has his share of the 150,000 bargains being featured. Look in your local newspaper for special bargains in R and G used cars. They are renewed and guaranteed. And in the Yank half, the fifth inning decided the first man to struck out. Long feet uh, out of cars, right had to play. And the Maggio struck out. Mancuso played the ball down to second and got robbed at second, retiring the side. We're going in and out of the Giant half the sixth inning. And the score remains the Giants three, the Yanks two. The Yanks scoring one in the second and one in the third. The Giants scoring three runs in the first. Well, the first half of the sixth inning of a wonderful game is going to get underway now. Everyone sort of has the feeling that Al Schumacher is sitting on a keg of dynamite out there. But he's been working his way out of spot after spot. Here's Mel Otto. Red roughing is ready. Here's the first pitch to little Mel. There's a pitch to the shortstop. A hard liner. He went up in the air to try to pull it down, but couldn't get it. Here's the ball coming in from Powell. And Otto is on first. He nailed a line drive right over to Seddy's head. He said he went into the air with his gloved hand that time, but couldn't head it off, and it's a hit. Here's Ripple up. That was Mellock's fifth hit of the series. Here's Jim Ripple coming up now. We have Manchuso and Whitehead coming up in order. Ott leads off with a hard hit to left center. Powell took the ball on the second box. Pitch to Ripple. Outside, way high, a ball. He had his bat shortened. Though he might attempt to bunt it, and Ralph was moving in fast. Man on first base for the Giants. 
They're batting in the first half of the sixth inning. They're leading in this ball game, three to two. Nip and tuck affair here. That's everybody on edge. Next pitch is low and inside. Ripple was going to punt it all right, but the ball broke sharply, and the batter, to get away from the impression that he was taking a pitch, and the ball fell down. Ball was striking so sharply in low and close, he started to go down for it, and then held his bat and fell down. Ball two now for Ripple. The pitch outside, waist high, ball three. Third baseman Roth moving in fast, ball three. Three and nothing now for Ripple, the giant center fielder with out on first base in the sixth inning, and nobody out. Pitch is ready again, here's the next pitch. Ball four, he walked it. Runners on second and first now. They're not going down to second. Just stepped down the bag down there. Ripple's already standing on the bag at first. Here's Mancuso coming up. He's been up twice and he has two hits, a single and a double. And on first and a man on second. The Giants are leading three to two. Next man to come up will be Whitehead and then Jackson. Yankees are third baseman is playing in, expecting a bunt. Here's the pitch. High inside a ball, ball one. The Yankees are warming up a pitcher now on the bullpen in left field. Third baseman Rolf is playing in, expecting Mancuso to lay it down. Man on first and a man on second. Rolfing is getting ready to pitch again. Here it is. It's a punt. The pitcher over the first base and he's out. It was a punt between the pitcher's spot and the third baseline. Oh, just over the two feet. Rolfing up the move just about six or seven feet to his right to come up with the ball. It was a perfect sacrifice and it advanced the runners to second and third. Now the Giants have a man on second and a man on third. And the second baseman, Burgess Whitehead, is coming up. The bunt between the pitcher's box and the third baseline. Easy bunt for Ruffing to handle. Ball is rolling pretty fast. And you have an easy play at first base. It's a sacrifice for Mancuso. Whitehead's been up twice and has made one hit. Yankee infield is gone in. Here's the pitch. Third ball. Way outside. Base fire for a ball. The Giants are leading 3-2 in the fifth game of the World Series. The game is now in the first half of the sixth inning. Red Ruffling and Hal Schumacher have pitched all the way. Yankee infield playing in. Now Ruffling is winding up again. Here's the next pitch to Whitehead. Hit the bombing ball to the shortstop. He's going to make the pitch. Hit a bombing ball with the shortstop, Cresetti. It got away from him. Cresetti finally retrieved the ball, but it was too late to make a play anywhere. On his third, and the Giants are leading 4-2. to two. They have runners on first and third, and Jackson is up. The ball was hit between the pitcher's box and third base, directly at the shortstop. He came in fast. It was a slow hopper. And he fumbled the ball. Put the man on first and a man on third. There's Jackson up now. They're going to call it. They're jacking up the first pitch as a strike right around his knees. Haven't had any word yet from Oakland Harris the official score. And on first and a man on third for the Giants with a run in. They're leading 4 2. The pitch hits a foul off there to the right end of the grandstand. Two strikes on Jackson. Jackson's been up twice today. Tried out the first time, popped out the second time. 
Can't get any word yet from the official store. I believe it will be an error for study, but we don't want to do any guessing on that. My only chance to get it is from the official store here below us. An error for study. Lord Mellon from third, Ripple advances two thirds, and the batter, right-headed on first. Jack goes up with a count on middle, ball one and two strikes. The Giants are leading four to two. The next pitch, strike three, struck him out again. Third ball right around his knee. Jack comes out. Man on first and a man on third with two ball now. Next man to come up is Hal Schumacher. Here he comes. Fumbled the ball, and he was charged with an error off the scoring on the play. Jackson struck out. 
Schumacher struck out, retiring the side. We go into the last half of the sixth inning, and score stands the Giants four and the Yankees two. The Giants scoring three in the first, one in the sixth. The Yankees one in the second, and one in the third. Now the first man to bat for the Yankees is Lou Gehrig. Gehrig struck out last time with the bases loaded. Here's Gehrig up.
first. Right hand hit off of the plate. Runner on first base. There's a fairly comfortable leadoff. Schumacher's all set. Here's the next pitch to Powell. It's a roller down the third base line. Jackson comes in fast up with it. It's going to be close. He is. Jackson made a wild play through the ball. Pass Perry. Here's the runner coming in. Self-tucker carrying to the plate. Powell is going to third. And he's safe at third. Jackson made a very fast throw. Threw the ball over Perry's head. Over and against the railing. The ball rolled into right field. A run has scored. And the score is 4-3 to three now. Powell gets all the way around to third. The slow roller down the third baseline. Jackson moves in fast. Fires the ball over Terry's head over against the railing. The official scorer. Curtis Powell with a hit. Charges Jackson, of course, with an error. Powell gets a hit on it. He's all the way around on third. On Jackson's bad throw. Over Terry's head. Perry leaps into the air and tried to hit the ball off. The ball hit the railing in front of the boxes. Rebounded into right field. Now there's two outs. Flying well is on third base for the Yankees on Jackson's error. Time for leading four to three. Here's the play. He walks today and headed to a force play. Last half of the sixth inning. Schumacher's ready. Here's the pitch. There's the roller. Foul to the left of the plate. One strike. Giants play it around. Jackson to Bartell. The Whitehead to Terry. Well. Jackson hadn't made the wild throw. The worst that could have happened would have been the runner's advancing. Because it looked like the runner would have beaten it up for hit anyway. But Jackson's bad throw allowed the run to score. Threw the ball over Terry's head. Here's the next pitch for Missouri. It's an inside pass. There's a throw to third. Powell is back safely. The ball almost got away from Jackson. The pitch got out of his hands and rolled over the third baseline. But not far enough to allow Powell to get in. The Giants are leading 4-3 to three in the last half of the sixth. The man on third base. Two gone. Flying runners on third for the Yankees now. Schumacher takes his time out there getting ready. The count is ball one. Strike one on Tony Missouri. Giants walk it up out there. Schumacher's all set. Here's the next pitch. It's a ball. A little bit inside for me. Ball two and strike one for Missouri. Next man due to come up is the pitcher, Ruffy. Schumacher has his glove off, rubbing the ball around in his hands. Powell has a long lead off the third base. Here's the next pitch for Lazari. A hit! Hit the right field on the ground. The game is tied up at four and four. Lazari drives the ground ball between first and second in the right field, and the ball game is tied up at four and four. Tony Lazari came through with a sharp hit in the right field. Nellot gets it back in fast. The game is tied up at four and four. Next man to come up is the pitcher, Ruffy. Here's a pinch hitter coming up for Ruffy. Johnson is going to bat for Ruffy. A pinch hitter, Johnson is going to bat for Ruffy. That shot hit in the right field. Toward the fourth and tying run. Here's a pinch hitter coming out. Johnson batting for Ruffing. That's how it is. Not sure who's going to pick for the Yankees. 
Right-handed. Maybe Malone. Well, the game is tied up now. Last out of the six. Schumacher gets the sign. He's a left-handed interrupt. Pitch is low and outside. A ball. Ball one. And on first base, the two runs in. Mr. takes his time to play out there again. Now he's all set. Johnson takes one right across his knees. A perfect pitch for a call strike. Ball one, strike one. And on first base, Johnson is still the outfielder. He's up to the plate. Tony to Curry. Throw him a tying run with his second hit of the series. Six. Five. He rolled one just behind the catcher. Down his ball one, strike two. Both these runs scored and all this action happened after two outs. First man rolled out. Second man struck out. Delcourt single to center. Powell beat out an infield hit on which Jackson made a very bad throw allowing a run to score and Powell to go to third. With any, tied it up in no time with a smashing hit into right field. That's the picture now in this fifth game of the World Series. We have a tied up ball game. Four and four. Johnson is batting now. We're roughing with a man on first, a fast man to pitch. Outside, face high, ball makes it two and two. Marker wipes his hands in the front of his uniform. Gets ready out there now. Now he's all set out there. Here comes the next pitch. Strike three. Schumacher took plenty of dope on that ball and struck Johnson out to retire the side. One man left down the bases. Malone is coming in the pitch. I can see him walking out of the bullpen. Way out there in left center field. Malone is coming in the pitch. All right, Tony. Ford V8 economy is traditional. Ford all-around economy. Low first cost, low upkeep cost, low operating cost, and low depreciation give you more miles per dollar when you drive a Ford V8. In the act after sixth inning, they tied up the ball game at four. Carried the first man up without whitehead carry. Dickey struck out. Delcourt singled out the center. Powell came up. And he hit the Jackson toss wild to carry at first. And uh, Delcourt scored. Powell racing on down to third. And there he followed. He singled out to right. Scoring Powell with the tying drop. Johnson then batted for roughing, and he struck out. We're going in and out of the giant half of the seventh inning, and the ball game stands 4-4. And back to Bob Elson. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the fifth game of the World Series, the Yankee Stadium in New York City. Malone is now coming in to pitch for the Yankees with a score tied at 4-4. Four four. Now we'll pause briefly for station identification. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. WGN Chicago. Now the game is going into the first half of the seventh inning. The leadoff man, Joe Moore, is coming up. It's anybody's ball game again. Tied up. Four and four. Pat Malone. Stocky right-hander. Big 
Heavy set fellow. Number 21 is going to pitch for the Yankees. Hat made one appearance. So far in the World Series, coming in, in as a relief man in the ninth inning. And now he's coming in in the seventh inning with the game tied up at four and four. And from Malone's viewpoint, it's his ball game to win or lose. Pat is ready to pitch to Joe Moore. Here it is. It's a ball outside, right above his knees. Ball one. Joe Moore up to the plate. Nobody on and nobody out. Here's the pitch. It's the ball that's outside at the knees. Ball two. Pat Malone. Heavy set right-handers on the mound for the Yankees with the score tied at four and four. Joe McCarthy's just rocking out for a pinch hitter who struck out the pitch. Works out the high fly in the right center field. Selkirk is moving in. DeMaggio's coming over. Selkirk is under it. And he has it for the first out. Takes a hard ball. Hard ball up at the plate. Right hand of the One gone and nobody on at the seventh. Ball game tied up at four and four. Three and two count on Terry with nobody on board. 
Two down, here's the pitch. Kelly hits a little runner right back to Milan, the left side of the mound, and picks it up over the first. He's an easy out. Milan to Gary, and it retires the side. Now the game is going into the last half of the second. All right, Tony. Great turn from down in there. That's Mark Milan pitching for the Yanks. As we open the seventh inning, more flying out to Stoltzberg and right center. Bartell uh, flying out to Powell in the left field. And Terry was out to Malone to Gary. We're going into the last half of the seventh inning. The ball game tied up at 4 all. The Giants scoring three runs in the first and one in the sixth. The Yanks scoring one in the second, one in the third. And tied up the ball game in the sixth by shoving across two runs. 4 all going into the last half of the seventh. Now the third game, last half of the seventh inning coming up with the outfielders getting set, Moore, Ripple, Mellock. Now Schumacher has picked a marvelous game today for the Giants. Out there looking over a seat of the catcher. With their tight support, he still have a lead in this ball game. First man to come up is the leadoff man, Frankie Grissetti, who's played some sparkling ball in the series. Play an all-around play, both in field and at bat of Frankie Crescetti. It's been one of the highlights of the series. Here's Frank up. He's been up three times today. Don once. Virtue of an error. This is rolling outside of ball. Ball one. Crescetti struck out twice today. Swing the Schumacher slant. Now winds up again. Here's the next pitch. Fastball, race five for a call strike. Now there's one and one. Nobody out and nobody out at the last half of the seventh. Fifth game of the World Series is tied up at four and four. Winding up again. Here's the next pitch. Outside of the knee, a ball makes it four two and strike one for Crescetti. Schumacher goes back to the rosin bag. All set out there again. Steps up onto the rubber now. Steady is waiting for the pitch. Wind up. Here it is. Fastball. He swung from his heels that time and missed it. The count is two and two. Frankie really went around that time. Trying to get that ball arrived, but he missed it. And it's a two and two count on Chrisetti. Schumacher takes his time. Getting ready. Winding up again. Here's the next pitch to Frank. Strike three. Struck him out a big foot right in and around his knees. And Cresetti is out on strikes. One goal. Here's the third baseman, Ross. He's been a troublemaker for the Giants all during the series. Red Ross, the Yankee third baseman. Flashy fielder and a good hitter. He's had two hits today. First pitch to Roth is right down the middle, knee high for a call strike. Roth has a total of seven hits in the series. Five previous to today's game and two today. Schumacher's ready again. He's winding up. Here's a nice pitch to Roth. It's a strike right down the middle last time with a hook on it. He threw him a fastball the first time. He threw him a curve the second time. And it's two strikes on Roth. Schumacher left the ball in his hands. Gets ready out there again. There's the wind up, and here's the next pitch. He struck it out. This ball, the big hook right around his knees. Ralph is out on strikes. Two balls. Here's Joe DiMaggio. Joe struck out twice today. 
One stop to Jackson the other time. Marjo's up at the plate. Batting right-handed with two out and nobody on the base. Schumacher's ready to pitch. He hits the line. Two men on. Now Schumacher's ready to pitch to 
Listen, you're not three times today. Hopped out, tried out, and struck out. Facing Hal Schumacher now in the last half of the seventh. Here's the pitch. A slow curve. Just missed the corner. Ball left. Ball one, just outside the knee. Schumacher looks back around the infield again. Takes a look at the scoreboard. Maggio's on second. Jerry goes on first. There's two gone. In the last half of the seventh inning of this fifth game of the World Series, it's a tense moment here in New York. The pitch fastball below his waist. Just between his waist and his knees. A fastball over the outside corner. And Bill Watts is there by. And Umpire Thurman shoots his right foot up in the air. And it's a called strike. One and one on Bill Dickey now. Yankees great center field edging off the second base. Joe DiMaggio. Flores tied at four and four. Archimarchan getting ready again. Here's the pitch. Eat this strike. A big pitch that time around his knees. And the count is there running strike two. Archimarchan picks it. Fastman in there that time with a big break on it. Right in around Dickey's knees over the outside corner. And the count is there running strike two. Two men on. Two out. Ball running strike two on the batter. Now Schumacher gets ready again. Here's the next pitch. It's a high foul. Back behind the plate. And Schumacher coming back. Back, back. He caught it. Dickey fouled out to Manchuco. Right here below. It's off a little bit to the left. Just was looking right up into the sky. Right below it there. We can get a good look at him. And he cuts that top foul off the bat of Bill Dickey to retire this side. That's the end of the seventh inning. And I guess, Tony, we're seeing some ball games here today, aren't we? Certainly are, Bob. Now, if you'd like proof of why the Lincoln Zephyr is tomorrow's car today in performance, appearance, and comfort, ask any Lincoln Zephyr dealer to let you drive one. He'll be glad to. And now, in the Yank half of that seventh inning for Scotty, the first man up struck out, Rolf struck out, and Joe DiMaggio made his appearance up the plate, and he smacked the double down over short. Lou Gehrig followed, and he was lost. And then Dickey fouled out to Mancuso. The ball game is tied up at four. We're going into the giant half of the eighth inning. The Giants this afternoon scored three runs in the first and one in the sixth. The Yankees scoring one in the second, one in the third, and then tied up the ball game at four all in their half of the sixth inning when they shoved across two runs. Going into the giant half of the eighth, and here's Bob Elf. Thank you, Tony. I was Tony Wakeman of W.L. Washington, my associate on the broadcast. Going into the first half of the eighth inning, first man to come up from New York, Little Melot. October shot it in the left field last time. Well, I want to tell you, if you haven't gathered it for yourself, because this is some ball game. Everybody in the Yankee Stadium is seated on the edge of their chairs. There's Malone. First pitch is rolling outside the ball to Melot. Malone pitching. Yankees have used two pitches today, roughing and more. Next pitch, fastball on outside to Mellock. Ball two. Sancho Snyder, the guy close at third, leaps into the air, waving his arms around to fly the metal Malone. That pitch last inning with a tie to side and order, moved by Colin Terry. Here's the next pitch. On with the high fly in the center field. DiMaggio is moving over toward left center. He's under it. Has it for the first out. Mellock slides to DiMaggio and left center field. Here's Ripple. Ripple has been hitting the walk today.
The only, the only player on the, on the team, out on the field in the sun, is the left fielder Moore. Center fielder Ripple is in the shade. Right fielder is in the shade. Been in the shade all afternoon, and the infield is entirely submerged with shade. Sun is just out of the spot in left field. Here's South Kirkup. George has number three in the back of his uniform. Black cap, black stockings. First pitch. Fastball over the inside corner knee high for a false strike on Selkirk. The score is tied at 4 and 4. Here's the wind up on the next pitch. There's a high infield fly. Right in front of the plate, a little bit down the first baseline. Matthews under it and caught it. 20 feet down the first baseline. 5 feet inside the line. A high pop fly in third territory is caught by Mancuso retiring Selkirk for the first out. One goal. Next man to come up is Jake Powell. He flied out, he walked, and he beat out an infield hit. That was the hit on which Jackson made the wild throw. Here's Powell up now. Schumacher's ready. Here's the pitch. Fastball. He swung hard that time. The old sinker. And he missed it for a strike. Even dropped on that one. Schumacher's ready again. Here's the next pitch to Powell. Same one, and he struck at it again and missed it. Two strikes. Warren, does he have speed behind that one? Powell says, let's take a look at the ball of the umpire. He throws it in. Seemingly okay, and the umpire, Mr. Furman of the National League, gives it back to the catcher who steps out in front of the plate and throws the ball back to Hal Schumacher. Two strikes on foul, one out and nobody on the bases in the last half of the eighth. Right three, stick him out. He threw a curveball at him that time. Right above his knees over the outside corner. Out swung and missed, striking out. Two on, here's Lazuri. Tony walked the first time, hit him to a first play the second time. The third time, he drove a hit into right field on the ground and scored the tying run of the game. Very batting. Two out and nobody on the base. Here's the pitch. Fastball, low inside, a ball to Lazuri. Schumacher takes a couple of kicks out there as he turns around the pitching rubber, looks back at the shortstop, turns around out of face the hitter. Lazuri is up. With two out here in the last half of the eighth inning of this fifth game of the World Series. Four tied at four and four. The pitch. Fastball, he hit the high bounding ball to Bartell up with it. There goes the ball over the first base. He's out. Bartell to Terry, and it retires the side. At the end of the eighth inning, the ball game tied up at four and four, and here's Tony Wick. Every day you drive your present car, it decreases in value. Take advantage of the Ford dealer's nationwide used car clearance sale now in progress to get a better used car. Look in your local newspaper for special bargains in R&G used cars. They are renewed and guaranteed. In the Yank at the eighth inning, so first the first man up, line out to a rather sent up the high one in front of the plate, is taken by Mancuso, then Powell struck out, the guy was out far tell the Terry retiring the side. We're going in out of the giant half of the ninth inning, the ball game is still tied up by four. Now the Yankees are out there on the field, big fish, Pat Malone is looking over a few of the catchers. First man to bat will be the second baseman, Burgess Whitehead. 
Giants went down one, two, three in there half the ninth inning. Whitehead flying out to Selkirk. Jackson was out in the loan to Gehrig. And Schumacher struck out. We're going into the Yankee half of the ninth. The ball game tied up 4-4. First man to back out for the Yankees in the ninth inning is Pat Malone. Here he comes out. He's greeted with a mixed chorus of booze and applause. Right head to Bartell to Curry. 
Out of second. Red Rock 
on second. Joe DiMaggio on first. Schumacher's ready. Here's the pitch. Hit the ground ball. The right hand up to the over the first base. He fires the shot. Joe Moore on third. Joe Sanchez with a 
second double for Bay. Over the third baseman, third way down the line, as Johnson is the box seat for the two-bagger. Marcel advancing the third base with a perfect sacrifice. Down the third baseline, a hit lost him up with a fast play. He's got a fast man. And that's the picture now in the second inning with a man on third. Here's Perry up. Perry today has been hitless four times up without anything resembling a hit. That is taking his time getting ready out there. It's a foul again into the stand. Two strikes on Perry. Will Gehrig leans forward over there, passes his glove with his fair hand, shoots his fair fist up into the air, shouting words of encouragement to Pat Malone. Yankee Stadium just teething with excitement here. What has been the greatest game of the series? Tied up at four and four with Joe Moore, the left fielder on third base, and Bill Perry up. Pitches wide, a fastball makes it fall one and strike two. Pat Malone looks around at his teammates drawn in close. They all talk it up, talk words of encouragement to him. Eric was Eric, Cassetti and Roth. The outfielder's power is playing Terry way over near the left field line. DeVaggio's playing in the jet center. Feltzer has moved him and hits Terry in right field. There's one gone and a man on third with the game tied up at four and four in the tenth inning. Malone is ready to pitch. Terry takes a low one outside for another ball. The count is two and two. Next man to come up is Melos, the giant right fielder. Roth is shouting over there. The study of regular pepper pot out there on the Yankee infield keeps up the old chatter. It seems he's been talking incessantly ever since this series started. He's a great player, and he shows plenty of stuff to the fans here in this World Series. Here's a pitch to Perry. Outside, the knee, a ball, makes it three and two. Wide at the knee, makes it ball three and strike two. The umpire is drawing a line now for the Yankees, showing them where that ball went by. Roman Dickey claimed to cut the corner, waist high. Up by Thurman, leans over and draws a line with his finger, showing him that it's missed the corner by an inch or two. Pat Malone is standing on the home plate here, right below and talking to him. The three and two count on Terry, who says nothing, of course. But listen to the argument with an attentive ear. Well, gee, this has been a thriller. Boy, now the old staccato copies from the Giants fans. These guys have put up a fight today. Really put up a battle. Pat Malone is getting ready. Here's the next pitch to Terry. It's a high fly. Way out in left center field. What's the man from third now? DiMaggio catches the ball on the run. Here he's coming in. And he scores. The Giants are leading five to four. Terry's got the fly ball into left center field to DiMaggio. He caught the ball on the run from center field, running into left center, and consequently was running toward the third baseline when he caught the ball and had to stop, turn around suddenly, and fire the ball into the infield. But to get a fast man like Joe Moore, especially when you're off balance and out of line to throw the ball, is impossible. Moore scores easily, and the Giants are ahead 5 to 4. Now there's two outs. Here's Colada. Pat Malone, all right-handers. Hales from out in Youngstown, Ohio, is on the mound. Heavy cut fellow. 
building here. Here comes the next pitch. Fastball to Little Mel. Going outside the ball. Ball one. Pass along. Takes his time out there again. Getting ready. Giant six forward here. On a hit. A sacrifice. And a long fly. Hot shot the way. Pitch is right over the plate. Ball strike. But now there's one more. Ball one strike one. That hit of Joe Moore's is the only hit that the Giants have made off of Malone in four innings. That is winding up again. Here's the next pitch. Over the plate, he hits a high top fly. Third base to Ralph is coming down toward the plate. Under it. Has the ball 15 feet inside the third base line. Exactly midway between the plate and third base. And it retires the side. Giants go into the lead in the first half of the tenth inning by a score of five to four. And now there'll be a brief pause for station identification. This is the fifth game of the World Series. It's now an extra inning from the first half of the tenth. This is the mutual broadcasting system. This is WGN Tribune Square, Chicago. We had a man in the first man up, Moore, sent one down the left field line to put the ball down to the Boston. Everybody thought it was a home run, but according to the ground rules, it was for a double. Bartell followed, he hunted down the third baseline, lost the inside, jumped up, shot it over to Lou Gary for the put out, and Moore raced down the third in the play. And up came Gary, flying out to DiMaggio, and Moore scored after the catch, putting the Giants out in front five to four. Now out the next man up, popped her off, retiring to side, we're going into the last half of the tenth, and he scored the Giants five, the Yankees four, and turning it back over to Bob Thank you, Tony. Here's the last half of the tenth inning coming up now, ladies and gentlemen. First time about it, Joe Dickey, the catcher. My nerves are afraid to a problem here today. In this fifth game of the World Series. This game and the fifth Simmons game have really been tougher. The other games, of course, like the Giants game in the first game, and the other games were all one-sided. Here's the first pitch to Bill Dickey. It's over the plate and hit the ground ball to play it. And it's down, picked it up, and it's over the plate. He's safe at first. He's seen it out for a hit. Safe at first. Hit a ground ball to Terry. Well back of the flag. Terry knocked the ball down and couldn't find it. Recovered the ball and got it to the pitcher Schumacher, who covered first base. And it's a hit. The official scorer gives Dickey a hit. Last top of the tenth inning. Still Dickey. Throws one down the first base line. A high bounding ball. Hit very hard. Terry slapped the ball down to his right a couple of feet. Couldn't find the ball. Looked to his left first. Finally they hollered at him. He picked it up and threw the ball to Schumacher and came over fast, but he missed the man. And the official scorer put it. Dickey with a hit. Here's Phil Kirchhoff. Giants will hit five to four. Last half of the tenth. Pitch. He swung all the way around that time, trying to get a ride, and he missed it. Well, it's plenty dangerous up there. Outfielders moves around the right for him. Schumacher takes his time, getting all ready out there again. Here's the next pitch. Hits a high foul. Right behind the 
Schumacher Schumacher's backing up here. He is looking right up into the sky, and he has it for the first shot. He caught the ball to the left of the plate and about 25 feet from the plate. Just to the left, that is right in line with the first base line. Moving about 25 feet to the left of the plate, right in line with first base, about 25 feet away, is an easy high pop foul for Matthewsville, and there's one goal. And on first base, and foul is up. And first base is a short lead. Now getting a sign out there. He's all set. He's been hard that time. Trying to connect with that hook of two markers and he missed it. And it'll be outside corner knee high with a very big break on the ball. The marker walks back and touches the rosin bag. Yankees use two pitchers today, roughing in the long. Schumacher has pitched all the way for the Giants. Game is in the last half of the tenth inning with power up. Next pitch, low outside, a ball. Maxuso cocks his arm, ready to fire the ball to first base, but the runner moves back to the bag in a hurry. Schumacher's getting his sign out there again. Runner on first base is a short lead off. Powell, the left fielder, is batting. Here's the pitch. Inside, high, close to the batter. Makes it fall two and strike one for Jake. Jake has made one hit today. Struck out, wide out, and walked. Jamaica walks back, touches the rosin bag. Powell is out of the batter's box. A runner going out for Dickey. Seed. Used to be in the American League with Cleveland. who just recalled from the International League. Seed is running for Dickey. Seed, an outfielder. This is the same Bob Seed who used to be with Cleveland. Out of ball, two and strike one. The pitch, he hits a high fly. In the left field. Left field is coming in over near the line. He's under it. Has it for the second out. Powell slide out to Joe Moore. One more out now. This ball game will be over. Here's Lazare coming up. With a high short slide at the left field line. Moore moved over fast and in fast. Caught the ball. Standing under it. Easy catch for the second out. Giants are leading 5-4 in the last half of the 10th inning. Al Schumacher has withstood the barrage of these Yankee guns here today in the Yankee Stadium. Come up with a marvelous pitching performance. Ruffing also picks a fine, creditable game. Now on first base, here's the pitch. Flags right over the plate. Unfortunately, Giants do point. When the Giants pitcher stops the Yankees, he stops for the way these Yankees have been hitting and struggling that ball. The Giants haven't been hitting. Bob Seeds on first base. Running for Dickey. Schumacher's getting his sign out there again. Lazari is up. There's two going here in the last half of the tent. Here comes the next pitch. There's a runner going out of second base. He's tied at second base and the game is over. The pitch was a ball. The runner going down to second base was out. The game is over. And the Giants defeated the Yankees by a score of 5-4. to four. Now 
Rather, I'm going to have Tony listen to the official score on that play. The pitch was outside, knee high. The batter did not swing. There were two strikes on Lazare. He did not swing. And I'm sure that it was the ball. The runner going down was out of second base and was thrown from that to the white head. And that out of second base was the out that retired the side and ended the fifth game of the World Series. The pit out of second base. Steve attempting to go down on the pitch, which was outside. It was a ball. It was very close at the knee. He was going down, and he slid into second base and was out. Nance Tuso to Whitehead retires the side, and the fifth game of the World Series is over. The winning pitcher, of course, is Al Schumacher, and the losing pitcher, Pierce Pack Malone. What a wonderful game you have today. This is Bob Elton, who's had the pleasure of deciding to play my play for you. I do hope that you all enjoyed our story of the game. And now here's my associate. Tony Wakeman of Station WOL in Washington, and I think Tony will agree with me that we've seen some battle here today. Well, Bob, we're certainly out with a grand, grand ball game. The Giants started out by scoring three runs in the first inning. The Yanks came back, scored one in the second and one in the third. Then the Giants got out in front by a 4-2 count in the sixth inning, and the Yankees tied up the ball game in there after six by shoving across two runs. And it was Nick and Tuck going into the tenth inning. The Giants put across one run, and of course the Yanks failed to score in their half the tenth inning. And the ball game ended up the New York Giants. Five runs, eight hits, and three errors. The Yankees, four runs, ten hits, and one error. I'll repeat that for you. The Giants, five runs, eight hits, and three errors. The Yankees, four runs, ten hits, and one error. And another World Series game goes into the record book. The Ford Motor Company and the Ford and Lincoln Center dealers of America have brought you these play-by-play descriptions of the 1936 World Series game. The play-by-play announcer this afternoon, Bob Elton of WGN Chicago, and the color was given by mutual state commentator Gabriel Heater of WOR News. Tomorrow afternoon at 1.15, the Ford and Lincoln Center dealers of America will broadcast the sixth game of the 